Welcome back. It's episode five. Sean, before five we times. kick things off, I wanted to hit you with some stats about Facebook from last week's conversation. Okay. Real quick, because I predicted the average user age of Facebook was well above us based on what I've seen. Okay. However, um, India has by far the most users of Facebook. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for instance, the United States has around 186 million active Facebook users. Okay. 186. So we're talking like, that's pretty is close that, to half of the US population. Is that last year? Um, this is as far as, no, this is still up-to-date dads, uh, stats. Oh, dads. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dad stats. Okay. Dad, India dad. has 370 million active Facebook users. Whole, how? But wow. you got to remember their population's in the billions. Oh my gosh. So it's, anyway, the so they have plenty. The United States is three, 4.5 million? Uh, 350, 370. Oh, 4.5 million. Jeez. Wow, I am dumb. Gotcha. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's like Sacramento. Continue bro. on. Continue. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. It's crazy to me that... Oh, man. See, now you're sitting in my mind spiraling. Like, what is the size of India compared to the U.S.? Like, okay. the country so, itself. All right. Before you before you digress too far, no, I just want to... I'm already be, there. Because my, my thoughts were... My well, head's how, already how, spinning. Okay. How far could... How much farther can they actually make progress in money, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I have this nice little chart shared by uh, datareportal.com. And only 10% of their ad revenues, less than 10%, nine point something, come from North America, whereas 22.1% comes from Southern Asia and 18.5% come from Southeastern Asia. So uh, as far as emerging economies go, they have a long way to go. Okay. Anyway, so so my point was, is that they can continue making plenty of money. Um, also, if we break down their demographics here, um, I wanted to get, they had, a, they had a nice little age thing here. We are above the most populous, uh, popular area age group demographic using Facebook still. So I don't know how that happened. I'm very surprised at that. We're above, like our age. Yeah, here we go. Um, So their largest segment of population is between 25 to 34 years old at 30% of their total audience. Okay, well, we're both not... Oh, wait, we are both above that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, what do you... Um, What? Yes, we're both (laughs) above that. For a minute there, I thought it was a little younger than I am. Yeah, and then... um, Likewise, so that's 29%, and then 18 to 24 is 22.6%. So just in those two age groups is over 50% of their users. So what you're telling me is if I join Facebook India, I will have way more friends. It's, well, I mean, it's, I guess you have more potential. Let's put it that way. Okay, I'm trying Personally, I don't know if you'll have more friends, but... <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> there's a higher odd that I'll have yeah. more friends. yeah. And um, 45 to 54 is 11 point, 11% and 35 to 44 is 19%. So um, we're kind of breaking away from the pack there. So still a younger group is using it and they're still growing. So um, Just not just, in America. Yeah. In fact, We've, and they, they have this broken down by advertising audience. I don't know the significance of that as opposed to just general people using it. Okay. But uh, the 25 to 34-year-old males account for 17.5% of their total audience and 12% uh, in the age group of females. So a very small population percentage. Well, no. Uh, no, it's pretty significant. That's their largest bracket. Okay, so what's their what's their smallest then? Like, is it the, the younger side or the older side? I'm imagining uh, 13 the older side. To seven, 13 to 17 years old. Well, they shouldn't be on Facebook anyway. Account They're for like four, five percent, and then sixty-five there's, plus is like six percent. There's literally nobody on Facebook under the age of eighteen. Never going to happen. 
They lie okay. about their age. I'm glad we got that out of the way, and I proved myself to be totally inaccurate. I'm um, Chris Hansen. Have a seat right over there. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, well, that's... So, I'm glad you were wrong. That uh, You're really, glad? Why would you yeah, be glad that, that I was incorrect? Because that really just proves that your statistics are, in fact, uh, I- fallible. Not infallible, fallible. Yeah, speaking of phallic... Um, mm. A fun little stat for you. One male produces enough sperm in two weeks to impregnate every fertile woman on the planet. True yeah. story. Which leads us to our next topic of online dating in the U.S. Oh, this is... Our, our, I don't know if we're still doing online dating or if we're just doing arranged hookups. Is that a thing? Would you call that a Tinder? Because Tinder is considered an online dating site for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Nobody goes on Tinder to date. Everybody that I... I, So I did the Tind for a time when I was a younger man. You did a Tind time. Yeah, Tind time. And I was utterly amazed at the amount of people who did not match with me. So... I, you know, maybe Tinder India is a, is a more suitable place for you. Yeah, I'll have a much, much higher chance. 389 uh, million potential chances for people to swipe no to me. So I pulled this data directly from Pew Research Center, which is a pretty reputable place to um, that gives uh, information based on whatever topic they're talking about. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. And... Let's see. They have some terminal terminology on here. Okay. So I'm just going to go down some base stuff and we can chat it up. Okay. Three in 10. That's 30%. U.S. adults say they have ever used a dating site or app identical to the share who said this in 2019. So the, the, the trends aren't changing, even though online dating in my eyes has kind of vanished. Maybe I'm just not aware of it anymore. I find but, that hard. To, I find that hard to believe because... One would suspect that there would have been a massive bump during the COVID era. Um, would you? Would you think so? Yeah. I mean, how else were you meeting people? Bars were closed. Everything was closed down. Like, did people just stop dating during COVID? Um, I don't know if they stopped dating, but I definitely think they were like more chill. They probably, whatever they were with well, at that time. I so wonder. I would like to see a chill. study to see the uh, short-term relationships during COVID to see if they were, on average, extended because people were like, "Well," or There's maybe they were shortened because me. people couldn't stand each other. Yeah, you know what? That w- next episode. That's next episode. Uh, <laughs> right. No, I wonder. That that's interesting, actually, to think about the trends during COVID. Was there a higher percentage of people who did quick, quick hookups? Where when as soon as COVID was over, they were like, yeah, I'm out. Uh, or were there more people saying, I'm not even going to waste time in a relationship. And a large amount of individuals were like, fuck this shit, I'm out. I know. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, that that would be an interesting study. I wonder if there's any information out there. I'll see if I can find anything and update everyone accordingly. Um, let's see here. So uh, 30% of U.S. adults have used a dating site, which breaks down to 34% of men and 27% of women. So men are a little bit more likely. Ooh, they even give us race here. White, 29%, black, 34%, Hispanic, 34%, and Asian, 26%, which actually is interesting because it kind of shows that there's really not a whole lot of change amongst any race in particular. Well, race Uh, is a cultural construct, so. Okay. And question for you. Um, yes. Why do you think there is a difference? If you were asked to explain why you think there is a difference in the percentage, it, what would explain why white is the lowest? It's not. Asian is the lowest at 26%. White Sorry, is 29%. Well, 29, Black and okay. Hispanic is at 34%. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Black and Hispanic more than white. 
Yeah, but it's marginal. It's like almost not even like almost not even worth noting. Okay. Uh, also to note, Asian asterisk estimates for Asian adults are representative of English speakers only. Okay. Oh, Asian. Gotcha. Gotcha. So the Asian is English speakers only? Yeah. So what happened to the non-English speakers? Are they not allowed to date? I don't know. I haven't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure if there's any sites that uh, are there for them, or if they were not part of the research due to language barriers. I'm not sure. Okay. They also broke it down by age. <laughs> this is good. They have all kinds of demographics here. Let's go age 18 to 29, 53 percent. So they are by far the highest. Uh, the biggest users as far as age goes, 30 to 49 is 37%. 30 to 49, okay. 50 to 64, 20%. So we're seeing sharp decline, 65 plus 13%. Uh, that, so what if, <laughs> I know there's entire dating websites that are aimed at certain populations. Yes. So they must not be doing uh, very well. Because I sent, tend to remember one, like, I'm trying to remember all the commercials, like Farmers Only, Christian Mingle. Yeah. Uh, I think there was one, like, Silver something. Ta- tabby Dates. Oh, ta- what is what was Tabby Dates? Wasn't that for cat lovers or something? Oh, oh, I <laughs> I have no idea, but they have uh, something I'm sad for everyone. I missed that one. Yeah. Um, let's see here. <laughs> super interesting is that, and I don't, maybe we can speculate only on what this means, but um, when looking at sexual orientation, lesbian, gay, or bisexual adults are more likely than their straight counterparts to say they have used a dating site or app. And uh, the statistics break down 51% of LGB um, Adults have said they joined a dating app, whereas only 28% of straight. Do you think that's just because of any kind of uncomfortable um, period where it's like, if you're at a bar, you you don't know? I, so you're saying that LGBTQ plus individuals. I didn't say TQ plus. It okay, says so LGB, L- so we're going to go so, straight okay. off that. So LGB. So and this LGB was uh, published is, February 2nd, 2023, by the way. So this is hot off the press. So it was more, they were, they had a greater percentage of individuals who admitted to it? Yeah, I mean, admitted to it. I don't know why they would lie about it. Are, okay. This is a voluntary feel, survey, no, so. Okay, BS though. I tell you, I'll tell you what. I feel like there's a lot of people who are still ashamed that they have to revert to using online dating because they can't meet people in person or they're like shy. Or I'll tell you what. For a long time, when I used online dating, I didn't tell people. And to be a hundred percent honest with you, with full transparency, I met my wife on an online dating site, and I'm like, we are very, we are very, uh. We don't tell many people that like meeting story. Like, oh yeah, we met on, I forgot which one it was. Maybe Plenty of Fish, I think. Not sponsored by them, by the way. Um, But it's kind of a weird thing, you know, to like admit like, oh yeah, we, at least it was. I don't know if it's more today because it's so like with kids, you know, they're on their phones all the time. So it's normal that they would meet people on their phones. But it was just like a weird kind of thing to be like, hey, you know what? I couldn't meet anybody in person. I had to go online. Yeah. So. But. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. But Um, uh, so or the other approach that I guess could explain it is maybe that that population is just more open in those environments, you know, versus like like, online dating. Yeah. Online dating. Like it's more like they can go to LGBT themed sites and know you know like what population they're looking for versus like i mean uh, unless there's like a like a gay bar you know it's it's not there's not like a place where you can go i I mean i don't sorry i i don't want to 
Let me interrupt for a second. Uh, Let me go all the way back to the beginning of your of your uh, statement. And you said basically that you felt like it was kind of taboo to talk about what you were doing as far as trying to find dates. It might be uh, embarrassing. Yep. But I would think that, or at least my thoughts are that it wouldn't matter if the person was gay or straight. So whatever, whatever the percentage of people that would lie about this would probably remain the same across the board, regardless of their um, sexual orientation. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a little more, and maybe this is just a. I don't. I see we're bordering on a. We're teetering on a topic. Yeah, but um, but but ask. But answer this. But this is a. Um, people didn't have. They had to mark down information, but they didn't identify themselves. They didn't say, "Hey, my name's Robert Colfax, and I'm a 39 year old." Blah 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 blah. And yes, I've used dating sites. They just said, "No, here's all my demographics." Yes, I've used wit- dating sites, and here's my experiences. They never put their name in, no information. They were not identifiable on this. I, okay. But I mean, I get, I would, okay. In an ideal world where nobody fucking lies, which I don't <laughs> think that exists, but Cynical, in an ideal world, yeah, in an ideal world, I guess I could understand it. But I also do think that it's more likely that uh, individuals from LGB communities embrace those type of communities because it does allow for connectedness. Whereas, mm-hmm non those communities may understand that there is a like you, you know there's just a i don't know god i'm i'm floundering like a fish yeah you're terrible okay well there's the da- there's the stats on that the the total breakdown overall right um right. and then it continues with never been married is 52% living with partner 46% married uh, 16% divorced, separated, widowed. Any guesses? Well, I'm trying to do the math in my head, but I'm assuming that's 16% more. It's 36%. Okay. Well, my math, that's why I, I'm not a calculuser. Yeah. 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 So a um, higher percentage of people were divorced than were. Married. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Correct. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the people that were divorced got married from an online dating site. I think it's after the divorce. I would say they're far more likely to go on to one after being divorced than the other way around. Well, I mean, there's a lot of, what was that one? Uh, Ashley Madison? (laughs) There was a whole lot of people using online dating sites while still married. That ended in a real dumpster fire, didn't it? For those who aren't available, in the know, Ashley Madison was advertised as a site for married people to kindle uh, a secondary fire on the side if they so yeah. choose. To put their poker in another fire, if I may. Yeah, to stoke the flames uh, of another. Um, and That's that, like going to the campground of America and starting one fire and then walking into the campground of another being, their families there, and stoking that fire as well. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. And I then it that, leaked with. Then it ended with like a leak, right? Of all the yeah, individuals who were hacked. on that site, they got hacked, and all their users were put on a public forum. And you could go. I remember you could go like search for people to see if their names were on there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and surprisingly, yours was. Yeah, it was not. Okay. Although I would, thought it was a Bay at the time that that was happening, I thought it was a Bay Area thing. And Mm -hmm. so I heard these radio ads constantly. They were nonstop. I was like, who are these pieces of shit? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it started, it was probably a branch off of Craigslist, the casual encounters forum. The casual encounter. I like that. (laughs) Did you come up with that name on your own? That is funny. No, No, I think that was a real thing. That's where you actually were? Yeah, that's actually, that is where I met my wife. Uh, on the casual encounters side of Craigslist. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, let's see. One in 10 partnered adults, meaning those who are married, living with a partner or in a committed romantic room relationship, met their current significant other through a dating app. One in 10. So 10% of the current people in a relationship. So that means that uh, roughly 33, you, 66% of the time, those online dating relationships go down in a ball of fire. 
Well, that doesn't mean they actually end in fire, but Jesus Christ, man, that's 10% of people at the current time are in an active relationship with someone they met online. Um, they give age breakdowns again, by far 18 to 29, 20% of the people that surveyed yes were um, in that age range. And the, the difference gets even stronger between straight and LGB, the LGB community with 9% answering yes, or 24% in the LGB answered yes. So maybe it's a better way to find a committed partner. I don't know. Um, for the LGBT uh, community. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, or maybe that community is using it for actual relationships and not just flings. That's what I just said. More committed. Okay. You know what? Tomato, tomato. Okay. Um, I, I, I think that's interesting that 10% of the population n- now it would be interesting to see those trends. Like, are we just trending up? Like is online dating still, you know, cause my, what I wonder is with the advent of online dating, did that have an impact on the way that people are raised? Right. So for instance, like, will my daughter know that those things are there? So know that she doesn't have to resign herself to like the, kids in the town because uh people online are just a click away or is it like more it was popular and now it's waning yeah i don't know what the trends are i think they've been pretty stable and i i think they're gonna it's gonna continue getting more um revered as something normal you know wait until they they add vr or ai to that yeah, let's have a VR I, uh, chat. Speak, Hop on and which, have VR with me. Speaking of which, like da, 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 breaking news, um, oh I just read an article about the first AI, like an influencer had an AI trained off of herself. Like, so the way that she spoke and the like things that she did and said. And she's making tons of money by charging per the minute to talk to the AI version of herself. I thought, did we already talk about this or was that a private conversation? That was probably a private conversation because I do not remember discussing this with you. If I remember right, you told me that there, she's getting a lot of backlash because of the fact that people are catching on and then influencing the AI to do very dirty, naughty yeah. things. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that we did is talk the about case. A lot of people broke it, but I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. If we did, sorry, we've covered a lot of ground. Um, yeah. We're episode five. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But yeah. So, okay. So, what about that? Like, what about in the future where. How do you differentiate? I, I, that's what. That's a good point. I know every every podcast we bring up AI, but I well, wonder. I mean, it is trending. Um, imagine, imagine if I was on a dating profile and I created an AI bot being of myself, which you, they're getting to the point. I think I've seen a couple already where it actually looks like you're talking to a real human. Okay. And um, I use that as a filter on top of the website's filter, so I initiate conversations and then. It reports back to me as designated which ones I would prefer based on the requirements or requests I put in. That's where that's where I feel like we're going. Like, imagine that you could build an AI bot that would say the things that you say. It would like talk about the things that were important to you, and then as soon like at the end of the day, you got a report like, hey, four made it through your selection process. Here they are. And yeah. then you could really talk to them. Like you would take over from the AI and you would know like, hey, out of the 200 ladies who tried to get in, only a select few made it through the selection process. That's right. Okay. Well, that's, uh, you know, and then, and then you- That's is a that million you, dollar idea right there, baby. So what happens when it's AI versus AI because the other side also has AI and the AIs fall in love and never to be heard from again? I think I've seen that in in iRobot. That's Was what that a movie with called, Will Smith. Called, That's what called happened with you, Will Smith. You've got mail. <laughs> you've got email. That's yeah. the next. That's the next version of it. Uh, let's see. Um, 
And then it goes on to talk about uh, experiences amongst users. Um, they're pretty much split, positive versus negative, somewhat positive, somewhat negative, so on and so forth. Who cares? Okay, but the question is, who are they coming from? Because I'll tell you what, if you are a, if you are a male going through a lot of those dating sites, a lot of those responses are not are not real people. You know, I wonder if the outcome from males is more significant. Like, there's more there's more males on here. Um, I could guess a couple of reasons why. Uh, and if anyone can hear the helicopter outside of my house, I apologize. Uh, You're I had my actively my, bombed. My dinner. I had my dinner flown in tonight. Um, yeah. So, what's interesting is that there's more men. That, of is, course, is that because men are naturally after um, a particular thing more easily? This is basically served on a platter to you, so to speak. Uh, or, yeah, I think it's from the comfort because men are lazy. And want to do the stuff from the comfort of their home in their undies, you know, hanging out like scrolling profiles versus putting in the hard work of getting dressed up and going out. Or is this a way for them to actively pursue multiple women at a time? Or on the opposite end, is this because things have gotten so sensitive out in the real world, so to speak, they'd prefer to just find someone that's already actively looking and would engage with them in a consensual way without having the fear of, of, uh, you know, being, um, rejection accused of anything. Yeah. Uh, see, and that's where I feel like uh, I didn't want to take it in that direction, but I feel like that has to be adding to it a little bit. The idea of what is acceptable, right? Like, you know, we're, for for instance, a lot of those, like, I know they're really campy, but you remember how, like, it used to be a thing to see those, like, 40s and 50s, like, advertisement things, like, hi, Timmy. Right. Do you like Tracy? Like, why don't you put your arm around her and take her on a date? I do you know? not remember those, but okay. Yeah, I'm talking, it's kind of like the thing where, like, do you remember, what's the one about uh, marijuana where people were like, you're gonna die if you smoke marijuana? Uh, okay. There was it was a big huge. I cannot believe that you do not know these. I'll have to show you some. I know of one where the kid like you know, but it was a parody. So yeah, I'm, but I'm talking about that's what I mean. The original ones of those, but today it's it's a lot more difficult, you know, like to I guess swim and maneuver that ocean. You know, like at what point is it like, hey, I'm talking to this person and I'm really interested in trying to get to know them. And wow, this guy's a creep because he just came up to talk to me. Right. And maybe that's just our misogynistic side showing. Um, but I think it's maybe it is more difficult for men, you know, because they um, uh, like a guy knows. I don't know. I don't know, whatever. Okay. This is a really difficult topic to explore because I feel like a lot of it is our like individual opinion, and I don't want to speak for entire populations. I don't want the responsibility of all the men in the world's shoulders. To, it's okay I mean, to make assumptions. That's what we're doing. We're looking at stats and making guesses and or assumptions based on what we see. Like, women who have used online dating platforms in the past year or more likely to feel overwhelmed by the number of messages they get while men are more likely to feel insecure about the lack of messages that a hundred percent you know how many i cannot imagine the sea of dick pics that a woman has to sweat sail through uh these days on we would have to know yeah we would really like tinder really should be separated into its own thing because i think that's what it's always been publicized as right maybe not advertised by the company but everyone knows swipe right baby yeah and yeah but I, I i don't know you know i i think at least on tinder that platform was known for the hookups you know so i imagine i'd like to think that it's not just when a when a woman jumps on tinder she's not just swiping through like penis pics you know like which right. one do i want that 
there's actually guys who posted their photos on there. Whereas like the other dating sites, it starts the opposite way. It's like, Hey, let me put a photo up of myself. Oh, you responded. Boom. Dick pic. Yeah. But conversely, the sea of dicks trying to get it in on Tinder is probably significantly higher for one night stands. Oh yeah. So you're more likely to come across a picture that exaggerates how good looking a person is rather well, than someone that's feeling more casual. That's both sides of the spectrum. I mean, I think we've all been catfished a time or two by uh Okay, I'm talking specifically <laughs> about men because they are by and far the ones that are trying to um pursue and uh seduce. Wait a minute. You mean when I photoshopped six pack abs on myself that yeah. I was lying? I think so. Oh, by the way, there's this That's new just normal uh, behavior. There's this shirt I just came across. It's like the SPF shirts, only it's built perfectly to hug on you, and it makes you look like like even though the shape isn't quite right, you totally look like you got a six pack and pecs. <laughs> it's so uh, funny. Point point that link my way. Yeah, <laughs> I'll send it to you after this. I was like, oh my god, um, it is funny though. Uh, let's see. Uh, about four in ten, so forty percent of adults uh, overall say online dating has made the search for a long-term partner easier. Okay, yeah, I think it is because you kind of skip that. Uh, I don't know. I think it makes it. I mean, it makes dating a little bit harder because in so I when I online dated, I was like a a bull in a china shop, right? Like I moved at the speed of light, just destroying stuff, right? So I would go through and I'd be like, hey, what's your name? What's your favorite color? Do you want to meet up? Right? right. Like I feel like there's a tendency in online dating to like get to know literally everything about the other person mm -hmm. to where then when you finally meet up, it's like, hey, what do I ask you? You know, like, what do we talk about? You know, like, you're already at that phase where you're like, hey, how's your sister who lives in Michigan? Right. You know, so I don't know if it, I guess I just don't understand. Maybe I could see on the side where it's like, okay, well, you weed out those individuals who you know aren't going to probably turn into long-term relationships, right? Like, if, for instance, you love horror movies, and you go online with someone and you say like, Hey, what's your take on horror movies? And they're like, I fucking hate them. Like, you're like, boom off. Like, no, you're off the checklist. So uh, yeah, I thought these were already filters in here. Favorite movies. Yeah. There's all kinds of shit. Uh, is there like a horror movies only.com? Uh, there might be <laughs> check it out, but there is a, a, an extreme amount of filters you can put in to be like interest has to be interested in whatever, you know? And, um, and there is some, there's some crazy sites out there where you can like even filter by kid count. Like yeah. how many kids are acceptable? Uh, I mean, two's okay, but fucking six is too many. Do you think that's uh, inappropriate? Uh, I, so this you're, is interesting. Oh my gosh, really interesting. Nothing, nothing against you here at all. But what's interesting about it is dating is one of those things where, you know, people try to kind of like, I'll use the term virtue signal about what a good person they are or want to fit into societal norms. But dating is specifically one of those situations where I think that kind of breaks down into, well, this is, you need to be selfish when you're looking for someone because you need to find what you want. Otherwise, why are you even bothering? I oh, see, but the, at the same, okay. So, but this goes into that age old tale of like, do you immediately love someone or do you grow to love someone? Right? Like, you know, it's, it's almost like this idea. And I know you and I have talked about this in the past, but it's almost like the idea of we're getting to borderline. What if you could pick your kids like statistics? You know, like while they were in utero, you know, if you could go in there and be like, hey, I'm going to give five points to charisma and like seven points to intellect, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like we're trying to do that with dating. Be like, well, I'm going to go in with my own score on she gets a seven because she likes dogs 
and she's got this because she likes cats. And you don't really give yourself a, a chance to explore something that maybe you think you don't like, but only because you haven't exposed yourself. Right. Like, for instance, if you go in there and you say, like, hey, I'm only going to talk to women who have brown hair because that's my thing is brown hair. Like, you would maybe never know that there's people with blonde hair who are just the same. The hair color is just different, you know, And but because you've already set a standard in your mind of like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. You kind of limit yourself. I kind of get what you're saying. I think I think the example itself was kind of poor because it's like, well, you're attracted to brunettes or you're not. I mean, but hair color uh, to okay. me, actually, I found doesn't matter at all. I've been attracted to plenty of women with different colors, hairs. Um, but you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think you, hairs. like, I get what you're saying, but I think the whole, especially the genetic thing, the genetic profile, that's like that. Now you're just totally messing with pre, you know, actually the great thing about that was you could just do the opposite knowing that you're going to have a one in a million kid. Cause everyone else is doing the same thing. Well, okay. You know what? Whatever. Who wouldn't want, I would put all my kids points in, uh, ch- charisma. Yeah. Cause charisma. you can get through life and with just being charismatic. Um, but I, I kind of get what you're saying, but that's like to say in a previous example, if someone said, Hey, I want to meet up with someone with that really likes horror films, but I don't know what I'm missing out on. And people that also like comedies, like, it's almost like, it's almost like everybody is designing their own arranged marriages. I love it. Why wouldn't you want to find someone that's already involved in the things that you are into, right? Because Which, you change and other people don't. So you go into a relationship and you expect, hey, this is the person that I selected because they do all this stuff. And, and people, They're people dude, change. you're not fucking going to a store and buying the person. Oh They're gosh. people. That's my point. How many That's times? My point. I mean, I don't like, let's say people That's have been married point. multiple you're not times. You're going to a store. Dating should not be. Hey, you know what I'm doing? I'm going to go find the person that's exactly the way I want them to be. And then I'm going to get pissed in two years when they realize, you know what? I fucking hate kayaking. (laughs) Yeah, but that's fine. Plenty of people get divorced because the person they married isn't the same anymore. Obviously, you gave the statistics. So why not? Why not try to use this to already find someone that has interests the same as you? Yeah. And maybe that's the fucking point. And why? Why? Marriage. And God damn it. it the helicopter's back. Apparently, it they, needs to return the food. I'm calling Biden. I don't know what the fuck's going on above <laughs> my house, but this is ridiculous. This is, um, I live nowhere near a fucking base where helicopters should be hovering over my house. They're fucking monitoring to hear you talk about Russia and China again. Yeah, they're like, oh, uh, we got them. The, yeah, D, like, the DZEN site. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so no, um, I think this is the fucking point. This is the point on maybe that's why marriage is so low and why uh, divorce is so high because so many people have that fucking mindset of, well, this person changed. They're not who I want them to be anymore. Fuck it. I'll take them. I'll kick them to the curb and I'll look for exactly what I want in my new form. As I've evolved, I'll just go find somebody who's where I'm at. You know, like for okay. those people who are like, hey, we met and we really bonded over camping and s'mores. Mm-hmm. And now you don't want to go camping anymore. You just want to go to the mall all the time. Mm-hmm. Screw it. I'm going to leave you and go to campingonly.com. So, you, so you're saying that people actually get divorced over lack of uh, or separating or drifting apart in, in hobbies and interests? What, what I am saying... Yes. I'm trying to kind of drag this all together. This okay. tattered mess that I have gotten myself into. So I'm asking questions. Um, what I'm saying is in the past, prior to online dating, maybe there would be more effort to maintain a connection because it wasn't as easy as well, if this individual isn't the way I want them, I just got to flip on the internet. So you're saying, so you're saying the replaceability factor has gone up. <laughs> yes. Yes. There we go. There we fucking go. See, it only took us 30 minutes to get here. <sighs> I think that's slightly delusional. Maybe you're just doing it for laughs. I don't know, but that's funny. That's not, I'm not doing it for, just for laughs. You, you don't think that that's a true statement? replaceability yes in terms of dating or marriage 
in terms of dating and um, marriage. The yeah, idea I of mean, a I don't know. I think it really depends. My, I guess my overall sentiment towards the kindness, like the the story you're selling here, is just like people don't work out all the time. So who gives a fuck? You might as well go find one that has the same hobby and interest. Maybe it turns into marriage. Maybe it turns into life life. I understand, but if we're talking about the 1950s where you had four fucking neighbors and most of your dating was arranged by your parents asking his mm-hmm. buddy Bill if his son will take you out to the prom, yeah. you know. That's a whole lot different than, you know what? All I got to do is flip on my computer and go through the sea of women with dating profiles that Uh. are readily available at the click of a button to receive a message from me to get a dick pic. So you're saying, so you're saying we should go back to the Amish days. We should live like the Amish. Yeah. I'm saying what I am saying is that the traditional, the more traditional approach to dating and relationships where you put in time, you put in effort, you work through problems, you didn't automatically, you didn't really have this like, okay, well, if shit doesn't work out with you, there's plenty of fish in the sea. There's literally a website now called Plenty of Fish. Okay, Sean, so you're telling me that if you were stuck you're, with Olga- You're pissing me off right you, now. <laughs> you, you were are. stuck with, if you were stuck with Olga, you wouldn't want other options. You'd be like, nope, I gotta suffer through this. Olga, you are mine. Okay, I don't know what the Olga is. I don't know if it's- That's just the name I chose. Tell me, tell me. You were stuck with Olga. Now, you're in a small town. The internet's accessible. Sucking on a chili dog. Outside of Tasty Freak. Eating a chili dog cooked by Olga. Thinking, God, God, I got to get out of this somehow. But yet, you kind of hesitate because there's nothing known on the other side. What's on the other side? Yeah, but quickly across Take the screen, to the other side. whips the advertisement of plenty of fish, where there's other women, other people of your desires, just waiting for you. Now tell me, you're not like, all right, Olga, you're fucking toast. I'm moving on. Yeah, I, I, well, I guess, well, what I would do is go on plenty of fish, prepare myself for that, find, yeah. uh, find a Olga V2. We'll, we'll and just, get ready we'll just to say, say you flounder. You flounder a bit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but would you not... Would you... So, okay, so that's that's proving my point there. What if there was no flash across your screen, like, hey, there, there's plenty of You're saying this is a bad thing. Scene. You're saying this I, is a bad thing to be able to do I'm that. I'm saying it has... I, I am. I'm saying it has a bad effect on relationships. Relationships now are much more shallow. They're much more ready. You're much more... It's easier to pull that fucking parachute and jump out of the plane... Because you know there's hundreds of people on the ground waiting to catch you. I've been married for 11, 11 long years. Long. And long I have not and I have years. not once been like, you know, maybe I should get out of this because I know there's other people I can meet. Do you know why? Because you have because, kids. No, not because I have kids. Um, because not, I okay. know that I have found the person that I want to be with. Okay. So you're saying well, thankful you know for my dating career and the plenty of exposure I had when I met the one that was the one I said, fucking that's the one. So you're telling me that if during the formulative period of your relationship with your wife, when you were young, when you mm-hmm. were a young stud out on the town, the cock of the walk, <clears throat> that if you and your wife were ha- you and your at the time, girlfriend, were having problems, and you saw messages all the time that were like, "It's as easy as logging into a website. Hot girls are waiting for you." You wouldn't be more apropos to potentially exploring those avenues to see if there are better options out there versus when those options are not there. So you kind of have the like, well, I've already invested a lot and it's going to be a lot of work to get back to where I am here and I have to go back out to bars and I have to go back out and meet somebody again that I potentially will like and I'm going to have to go through a line of people that maybe I'll waste my time with. You mean to tell me you don't think that that results in more and earlier jettisoning of relationships. Okay, it could. 
That's the statement. It Thank could. you. Thank you. Thank you for, for at least acknowledging that I'm making somewhat of a valid point. Yes. Fortunately for me personally, though, I was a competitive being in that market. And I had enough experience to tell me when I found someone that was worth keeping around to deal with the struggles. Either that or you were just like, listen, there's I'm I myself am getting nothing better. So I better just call it quits while I can, because I didn't even think I would get to this level. And here I am. Um, yeah. Like, like I said, you meet the one, right? Well, yeah. Isn't that or, how you know it's the one? Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we've uh, now you that you've that. gotten me thoroughly heated. All right, um, let's continue on. Hey, here's a stat right down your alley. Younger women who have used dating sites are apps to stand out for experiencing um, stand out for experiencing unwanted behaviors on these platforms. And you know so, what the first stat is. Wait, sorry. Been, so you're saying that girls were asked of the unwanted behavior that they were exposed to? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Here we go. Here come those, those, tell me about those DPs, baby. Yeah. So have <laughs> been sent a sex, sexually explicit message or image they didn't ask for. How, men, what is the percentage on that? Does men it get percentages? To, yeah. Men 18 to 49 have received, uh, 25% say they have received sexually explicit messages or images they didn't ask for men men 25 percent okay. of which have okay, received so are, we, are we talking about images. so i assume these are not based off of like gender they're not gendered so could this be men who were part of the lgb community that were responding to this yes if you identify as a man on the survey okay and you checked yes to this question, you are marked as part of that 25. So I guess a question would be, it, is that, like, do you think there's a distinguishing factor between that statistic? Like, so for a man, does he see receiving one of those as a win? You know? Yeah, versus, it doesn't say that they were offended. However, it does say okay, gotcha. experiencing unwanted behaviors by women or uh, women are experiencing unwanted behaviors. Men never said, it doesn't say, did you want it? It gotcha. just says, did it gotcha. happen? Cause that would be, cause that is like 25% of all men are winners. Yeah. Um, 56% of women ages 18 to 49, on the other <laughs> hand, are the recipients of images that are sexually explicit. So question it for something to continue to be done right if we're talking about evolution right a trait that is detrimental to a population is usually weeded out right like usually in evolutionary standpoint if something's not working those individuals aren't going to make it to survive right okay why do you think that dick pics are still a thing? Like, does it work? Like, like 20% of the time, what, what's that statistic from Anchorman? Like, it works 100% of the time, 12% of the time. Works, yeah. Like, um, it works 60% of the time, every time. Yeah. What, like, how does it work? Like, why do guys do it? Like there has uh, to be a population will, uh, of females. There has to be a population of females who are like, "Hey, I'm judging you," or that's at least a perception that, "Hey, the most important thing to you must be what my penis looks like." Yeah, but don't forget this includes t uh, Tinder. So okay, I mean, I would like to see these stats separately from and exclusively for Twitter. Uh, Tinder, excuse me. Um, Twitter. <laughs> however, here's here's the other three. Now, this this all falls under the same category as far Little as known the question. Dating site, Twitter. As far as the question itself, itself, which is um, received unwanted sexually explicit messages or images on these platforms, right? 
Okay. So here's the four questions. The first one we covered, been sent an excess, sexually explicit message or I- image they didn't ask for. Gotcha. The next one, had someone continue to contact them after they said they were not interested? Okay. The next uh, one, been called an offensive name? Well, okay, like, uh, the like so, hey, you didn't respond to me, you must be like a B? Yeah. Um, and the final one, been threatened with physical harm. Women 18 to 49, by and large, in every category, have experienced more of this than anyone else. That's that's a little awkward to me. People go on those dating sites and then they're like, hey, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Well, 11% of women responded that, yes, they had been threatened with physical harm. Uh, wow. give or take a few percent just, uh, for errors, but yeah, 11% total. And out of those four questions, 66% of females on dating sites have experienced one of those four things, at least one. Oh, well, I wonder what the, so what is the percentage of individuals who got dick pics? Yeah. I, I, 56%. Yeah. So half of that is just unwanted DPs. No, 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 no. This is at least one. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. So, and you know, maybe it has something to do with the way they're going about doing things in a, in a particular instance, we can't make any claims as a whole, but, um, whereas conversely men, only 36% had experienced at least one of those four things. Yeah. Because I, I would like to think that there's not a, not a whole lot of women out there who are like, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> right. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Um, okay. So, sw- <laughs> you know, I don't know though, because my, again, speaking from the individuals whom I know, they were on legitimate, legitimate dating sites. And the first response was like, boom, right in your face, dick pic. Well, what site was that? Plenty of fish. Well, I mean, if I'm, if I'm, uh, into sending dick pics, so to speak. And I'm in mm-hmm. a site called Plenty of Fish. I mean, what's a few of what, what's a what's taking a few shots in the barrel? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I wonder if you could be charged. That's got to be some kind of sexual harassment, right? I that's a weird. That's a that is a weird gray area. You know, it's got to be. That's like the same thing as exposing charges. yourself. Yeah. At no. what point can you press charges and be like, I didn't want to see this. You know, there. Okay, so here's a here's another statement for you, um, or another thing to ponder. For a little bit there, there was a call to be for individuals who lied on dating sites to be able to be charged with rape by deceit. So if I made if I made promises or lies to you about who I was or. Yeah, anything. It could be anything. If you, like, literally, if you said, like, oh, I own a Bentley, and then the individual slept with you, and they said, well, part of my decision was because he said he had nice cars, and he really doesn't, Mm -hmm. you could be charged with rape by deceit. Oh, really? And is this on a national or state level? So, at least the article that I read, it was a state representative who tried to bring it up to try to pass the law... Right, but that I mean, you know, that's one of those things where you're entering that area that you're talking about with the dick pics. Like, is that different from like real life? You know, like if you were on a date with some girl and you were out at a restaurant and you're like, "Hey, what what's your job? What do you do?" Boom, here's my dick. Like, pull it <laughs> out. I, that's essentially what you're doing on those dating sites. Jeez, I mean, I guess so. Um, I mean, I guess to a less crowded population but what if for instance you're on christianmingle.com and you don't assume like that that's what somebody's going to send you and you're a nice kindergarten teacher and then you open up the message and boom dp and some of your small children see it yeah i mean that's uh that's a felony are they a sex offender i would think I'm so i'm asking you in the rule of Dun, 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 dun. In the rule of court, uh, would that stand up, Your Honor? Scenario again, please. Never mind. Never mind. I don't want to go back there. 
<laughs> Why are you are you having internal was, suffering right now? It was too dark. <laughs> it was too dark of a place. It's too dark of a place to revisit. Um, no, was your I question don't know. was like a kid accidentally opened a photo meant for someone else. What I what I was that was a very grandiose example. What I was saying was like, at what point is sending somebody a d a DP, an unwanted DP? At what point is that similar to flashing somebody in real life? I'd have to guess the moment you hit send. Yeah. So, but how come you don't hear about that? You know, like so-and-so was charged with this crime because he sent a DP. It's just become an acceptable part of online behavior. It's like, well, that's a C that women have to sail through. If they want to find King Triton, they got to go through a (laughs) sea of dicks. Okay, well, that's uh, I guess that's one way of looking at it. Um, I was kind of looking at the trends for dating. Okay. This is worldwide, by the way. Um, 2016, there was 240, almost 241 million app users worldwide at dating sites. And since that has grown to 366 million, so over 100 million new subscribers to dating sites. Um so it's definitely, it's trending upward for sure. And there's <clears throat> and, no idea if that, is that this year or could that potentially be what I was alluding to earlier, an increase due to COVID? Um, that was at the end of 2022. Okay. So I'm imagining that COVID probably played a big part in that. That's just my speculation. However, <laughs> how many of those accounts are from India? <laughs> I don't have that information, Your Honor. It, because do you think all Indian sites are just arranged marriage sites, dating sites? No, I don't there think There is no so. such thing as a dating site in I India. Isn't that only it's a royalty thing? just arranged marriages. No, I think it's like an Indian caste system thing. Like you are restricted to a certain group with in which you can marry. So it's like the un... What is... There's a... I'm trying to go back <clears throat> to our day, our college days, which were quite the blur. But there was the like untouchables which were the people who were like janitors and stuff. And they couldn't date people who were in like casts above them. Okay. All right. So maybe those are, maybe that's another avenue we could explore here in the United States. Class-based dating. Sean, Sean, Sean. Could be, huh? Well, what if I'm what if I'm a janitor and I want to jump a few steps? Try Which, honestly, what's a janitor? Maybe. That's got to be just like general middle class at this point. Yeah, are you out of your mind? Teachers aren't even general middle class anymore. Well, I mean, okay. You you think teachers are middle class? I don't know. Some teachers, depending on where you're at. I mean, I think last time I checked, a janitor in Washington D.C. makes eighty thousand a year. Oh, you you checked. You follow yeah, the did. statistics. I did of, check. You yeah. stole the follow the statistics of janitors worldwide. <laughs> Janitorsnow.com, Okay. Yeah. Um, if you're no, a janitor, but, but I mean, I mean, it is extremely expensive to live there. But you know, I I don't know. I think where I live, public school teachers are making sixty thousand a year now, yeah. which is and you think that's a livable wage. Well, uh, what are we talking about livable? Do you mean a one-bedroom apartment or do you mean to own a house? Okay. And do they if have a spouse? If you are a teacher, the uh, the assumption, okay, uh, and whatever. If you're talking the traditional American dream, meaning you went to college, you got a degree, you needed that degree in order to get your teaching certification, which means you're in debt quite a bit from college, which means you need to be able to recoup the cost that it took for you to get that job as well as enough for you to support yourself and your style of living at a moderate consideration, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not stating that teachers should be going out buying Gucci and Prada if those Mm -hmm. are still like a big thing. But I think the idea that if you're a teacher and your husband is a teacher, you should be able to make enough to buy a house that's not a complete piece of shit and have a couple cars that are not complete pieces of shit and be mm-hmm. able to support one to two children in a comfortable living and not have to go to a food bank. No, I do not think that $60,000 is enough to do that. Um, where you live or where I live? Well, 
I, I guess where you, where I live, but that's, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm thinking about where I live. Like 60,000 is in no way a livable wage. Even By for the way, if we haven't person. mentioned this before, Sean and I are in two different studios. We actually record this podcast online in two different places. He's in Oregon and I'm in Nevada. And uh, so that's why sometimes we have a difference of uh, what's going on where we live. I know I, it may sound like we're right next to each other, but we're not. We're not. You know what? I have to say also, I'm. this is a little bit of a digression, but since I've started doing this podcast and I... It is not chef's kiss to the audio as we've refined it. It really fucking frustrates me when people do podcasts and just like, it's like they're holding a phone next to the microphone, you know? Oh, and yeah. it's like, we, we live in a time period where you could just zoom in and your audio could sound more decent. Like, why are you holding a phone up next to your microphone to have an interview with somebody? But I think I some digress. of those are zooms. Some of those are zooms, but yeah, it is pretty annoying now when I listen to podcasts and they don't have great quality and I know what it takes to have good quality, which is essentially nothing. Yeah. Like why? It's flipping a couple buttons in Microsoft Windows or Apple. I think it's the same kind of situation on Twitter when they have those Twitter spaces where you can just have open forum discussions hosted by a, a particular user. Okay. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, no, you could, we could just start one if we wanted to. I mean, we could host our podcast live on there if we wanted to. But the point is, is I listen to it. And I'm like, yeah, but it sounds like shit. Like they're on their phone having this open forum. I mean, I guess, you know, whatever, but I don't know. I guess we're just used to, you know, we're trying to produce better yeah, quality. We're just used stuff. to high quality. Yeah. Like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, now that we went off on that little spiel, um, yeah, so I don't know what's, what's reasonable and what's not. I mean, if you want to talk about uh, teacher's compensation, we could have that discussion as well on a future date. We can make that an entire a podcast, entire episode. Boom, um, salaries. Are they good or not? Because I'll tell you what, you fucking people sold me on this dream that I had to go to college, and guess what? I didn't. Yeah, um, but I will say easily... An easy, you know, argument is they get, I don't know, two and a half months off a year. You know, I'm not going to say teaching is an easy, easy job, but you have the extra two and a half months that you're still getting paid for, by the way. You, we should you, probably bring this up on a different episode because yeah. I'm about to roll into a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate the heads up, but just food for thought. I've known teachers that go get a second job during the summer because I say, hey, I want to make more money or also other known, ones that go, I can't live on this, but I'm not doing anything in the summer either. I've also read about teachers who've had to literally defend themselves from armed students who bring their parents gun to the school and then shoot them. Um, okay. That's the start of the tangent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll leave that for a different topic. Let's have that conversation for sure. Oh, we should. We will, uh, in fact. Okay, we will. Let's do it. Um, anyway, okay, so what I'm looking for, actually, Sean, if you want to chat GPT this, just ask for online dating trends. Because what I'd like to see over the last 10 years, how much it's grown. I mean, I guess I gave us a little bit of, of data. But okay. um, at the same time, I'd like to see... Uh, here we go. Let's do most popular dating apps. By the way, Statista is a great website. You have to buy a subscription if you want a lot of their detailed information, but, and it's very expensive, but they do give a lot of it for free. Um, for instance, uh, most popular dating apps in the United States as of June, 2022. So this is a year old now. Um, Tinder monthly downloads, 957,000 monthly downloads of Tinder. That's number one. Whereas plenty Tinder. of fish, yeah, plenty of fish is getting uh, three hundred fifty-five thousand additional downloads per month. Okay, it's plenty of fish. So plenty of fish is coming in a, a number like number two. Uh, one, two, one, two, three, four, fifth. There's a okay. huge gap there. Bumble, Hinge, Paired is in between plenty of fish and Tinder. Bumble is seven hundred eighty-six thousand. I don't know if I was saying million. I'm sorry. If Bumble, sorry. Bumble is ahead of Plenty of Fish? Yes. Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Paired, Plenty of Fish, Meet Me, 
tagged grinder. Okay. Badoo, that's, I'm pretty sure we, that's the dating app you used. Yeah, Grinder I think is explicitly for the LGBT population. Community. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So in in that time, while you were speaking about that, I actually did go to the GPT cave, and okay. I just looked at things, and it said some general trends that have been going on is uh, more acceptance of online dating. Uh, it's become more normalized over time. It's common for people to use apps and websites to find partners. Uh, the popularity of dating apps, mobile dating apps has increased. Like you said, dating shifted away from websites to apps like Tinder, which I guess when it came out in 2012, advented the swipe model of liking or passing. Um, and then as these dating websites grew, they went into the niche dating sites that we talked about, like, Examples from ChatGPT include Our Time, which is for people over 50, Christian Mingle, Farmers Only, and Grinder, which ChatGPT states is explicitly for gay men. Uh, oh, Grinder is explicitly for gay men? Yep. Yeah. Uh, according to ChatGPT 4.0. Uh, safety and security has also evolved. Uh, there's been a greater focus on safety and security, like verifying profiles and reporting or blocking inappropriate users. Uh, some apps are now integrated with social media platforms in order to validate users. Moving on, as later in development, uh, it's gone to more of data-driven matches like what you talked about, where utilizing data to create better matches, which has led to sophisticated dating algorithms, such as compatibility quizzes and personality tests. Mm. Some of these platforms even use machine learning to refine the matching process based on user behavior. So nice. their AI is already in there. Uh, and then in uh, after the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, there was an expedited adoption of video dating platforms. Apps which allowed video chatting. Um, it all, So the pandemic, according to ChatGPT, prompted slow dating where people spend more time getting to know each other online before meeting. And now the latest trend that it's stating here is inclusivity. Dating platforms are becoming more inclusive, better recognition and options for different genders and sexual orientations, catering to different age groups, different races and ethnicities. Okay. There so you have there's it. your trends. That's it. Guys. Thank you for joining us. We're getting a little long-winded. We're going to close up shop. We'll be back with episode six, which may or may not include teacher's pay. Um, we'll see you next week. Enjoy every single day you have until then.